The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight. Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 miles. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, how about Hello, and welcome to the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Hey, what's going on, listeners? Um, we here to give commentary with color, um, and also for me to rep my red brand because we are the best brand. Oh, you! Uh, she just goes up, you know, whenever she, whenever she has the time, whenever, whenever she's not gallivanting across the world and everything. I was just about to say, you trying to. Stir up Miss Jade's in the mats, aren't you? For us to just in time for this Survivor Series. Just in time, we gotta do it. It's, it's only right. You talk, think about it. <laughs> only right. Uh, playing the role of Adam Pierce, Mo to the underscore Reese, playing the role of Nick Aldis, Miss Jade's in the mats. Um. Thank everybody for listening to the WrestleCast here on the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also find us through iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, any other podcasting app. I have to do a search for the WrestleCast dash, the CSPN, search for the logo with the new day, holding the WrestleCast sign, hit subscribe, and all of our programming will show up in your podcast queues each and every week. So we're going to start off with a review of SmackDown Matters from this past Friday. Our in-ring action consisted of Montez Ford getting a win over Santos Escobar. Uh, There is a little bit of a fracas outside of the ring. Uh, It got Escobar's attention and that allowed Montez Ford to roll him up with a handful of tights. So Montez Ford embracing the heel life. Uh, with this win over Escobar. Your thoughts mm-hmm. about the match, sir? Solid match. Um, like I said, Montez Ford just want to embrace the heel role. Um, he will embrace it and run with it. You know, it's good to see him see them do something different with, with, with him and Angelo Dawkins. So I'm going to be glad to see how this heel run takes off. After the match, the beatdown is still on, but here comes Carlito with the chair in hand to make the save for Santos Escobar. That's that alone, Carlito being back on her show is a uh, is one of the best gifts Triple H has ever given Didi Jonet. Yeah. <laughs> you know one of the best gifts I've ever given Didi Jonet? 
What is that? A Carlito Cool autograph. Really? Yep. He was at a. Uh, he was here in North Carolina at a big time wrestling thing that I I went to. And I was like, mm, got to get something for my co-host. I know exactly what who to get it from. Hopefully, she so, still has it. She probably does. Our next matchup, we had Austin Theory and Grayson Waller. They got the win over Cameron Grimes and Dragon Lee. When we got the A-Town down to my man, Cameron Grimes. Why they couldn't pin Dragon Lee, though? No, I, I, I know why. I, I thought Dragon Lee was going to be on... Raw, but I guess he's just following Ray wherever Ray goes. He at? No, I said I told you. I, I, I said in the, in the, well, you probably didn't read the hashtag. But I say that he's going to be on the SmackDown going forward because that's where he's been. They've been like showing his vignettes, and he's been. Like I said he wrestles on every show, but yeah, after he had the SmackDown, his his match on SmackDown, he was being advertised for SmackDown. He um he got moved up fast. He did. And our main event, we saw EO Sky retain the SmackDown Women's title over Charlotte Flair. Um, Charlotte goes after Beck, goes after Bailey, and so Dakota Kai offers a distraction that allows EO to get her belt, and Charlotte tries to spear EO and runs right into the belt. And uh, so EO retains after the match. The beatdown of Charlotte is on by damage control. And I don't know how I feel about this, but Bianca Belair, <laughs> she returned and made the save to end the show. Why you feel some kind of way about it? The hell is Binky coming out here saving Charlotte's ass for? Her? I'm like, Simi, I don't like those optics. <laughs> She came, she came, as soon as I heard the music, I said, it comes Binky, and she came right in. I said, I said, oh, she had a fight. <laughs> Good to see her. Hopefully, she is um, refreshed, rested, and ready to work a hunt, another 300 days in a row nonstop. So that was our in-ring action for SmackDown. Anything particularly stand out about the in-ring? I mean, it was only what those three matches. Yep. So um, like Charlotte and EO definitely put on a great main event match. Um, they did, that was definitely a great match for them to close the show. So they definitely deserve the props they got for that. So, um, the uh, promos and backstage part of the episode, we got Paul Heyman. He starts off the show. Paul talks about how Jimmy Uso calls Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes the tag team titles on Raw before he talks about LA Knight versus Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel. Heyman insults the Texas crowd and says everyone here is a fan of LA Knight just like he is. 
Just therefore, you must watch Crown Jewel because Knight is going to get smashed for the last time. LA Knight comes out to say he isn't here to talk to Heyman, so get Reigns out here right now. Heyman goes to leave as LA Knight said he could, but then Knight calls him back, tells him get back here right now. Knight asks what Reigns is going to be doing to him, but won't let Heyman answer. As Heyman goes to leave again, Knight threatens to knock his hair back to gray. The word on the street is last week's spear was just a warning shot, and Knight knows Reigns is scared. As fast as Knight has risen up through WWE, it's as fast as he'll take the title from Roman Reigns. Knight tells Heyman to say, yeah. Heyman says, yeah. And Knight's like, you're a pathetic. Knight wants to know whose game this is and tells Heyman to tell Reigns who's waiting for him at Crown Jewel. Then Paul calls Roman Reigns as LA Knight leaves. We already know what this result's going to be, but, you know. The promos, I mean, that's what we're here for when it comes to LA Knight, bro. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> he made that little uh, subtle reference to Paul's hair being back black now that Roman is back. Yeah, they <laughs> pointed out in the live tweet. Um, they had pointed out a weeks ago. They was like, "Oh, he dyed his hair black again." Mm-hmm. I said, "Well, he ain't stressed no. He's, I guess he said he's not stressed no more." <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jimmy Uso being the backup QB. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, we see Bobby Lashley and Angelo Dawkins firing up Montez Ford before his match with Santos. Rey Mysterio says the LWO was family, even though he wasn't out there at ringside for the match that Santos had, and says that he has to deal with Logan Paul. Zelina Vega offers to be there with him, but he respectfully declines. Pretty deadly. They have a spa day and brag about winning last week. They're sure they're done with the brawling brutes. But of course, the brawling brutes jump them from behind. Now, when do baby faces jump people from behind? You gotta switch things up, man. I'm tired of the whole same old trope. You know, the the you know bad guys doing bad guys things and good guys doing good guys things. You gotta switch it up, man. Not everybody is is, is good. They good, but they not gonna do everything by the book. So you know, let let's get a little wrinkle in there. Um, the the the, the, the switch things up. You know, people get tired of seeing the same old same old wrestling tropes. Give us something different. If you say so, Mo. Uh, okay, okay. So then real quick, answer why you don't want to see why you don't want to see the, those tropes. Why you want why you want to see the same old thing happening? Because there's a there's a specific order in which things should operate when it comes to wrestling to just make sense and that doesn't really make sense it should be like the baby faces outsmart them to get the jump on them but not just jump them from behind that's bad guy stuff well, like I said you gotta have something different and you keep going the same old same old you will be you know in the same old mix and it's like you gotta switch some things up let some let some other things play out for a while. You might be surprised at the results. I hear you. I hear you. Jimmy Uso, he brags about costing Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes to tag team titles last week. But Paul Heyman sees John Cena arriving on the monitor. 
So John Cena comes out and cuts a promo. He says he had a rough day with some honest truths hitting him. Cena talks about how Reigns has had an incredible streak as Universal Champion, but Cena has a streak of his own. 2002 days since he last won a televised singles match. That's all the way back in 2018, and he's been talking a lot about retirement. So it's time that we all face the facts. The fans say he still has it, and Cena says that he still believes in all of this and says it's time to turn the math around. He wants someone to come through that curtain right now, and they're going to get smoked. Okay, let's talk about this. This is clearly um, somebody was watching uh, the AEWs and what Sting did. How do you feel about Sting announcing that he's going to be uh, hanging them up in 2024 for good? I know this is a little early for good for him. That part of the show. Yeah, good for him though. You know that was the one of the big stories last week of um in wrestling and everything. So, but I'm just saying good for him. He he's had a hell of a career. Um, I see why Cena is doing that because he don't want to be sitting around here wrestling for the rest of his life, which is why he went and went the the rocks route and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, he's back. And you know, he's back to, to help out, you know, wherever he can, you know, this promo was pretty good. And, you know, it was just real interesting. Just how, you know, he, he it's kind of the same thing with Kurt, Kurt Angle saying he needs somebody to come up, wants somebody to come out and challenge him and see they come out there talking about ruthless aggression. Right. Right. And look, look away his career went. Right. Right. Um, I introduced Simi to Surfer Sting. Oh, okay. On Sunday, she she never knew about the about the colorful Sting. Cause I, cause I, that's my wish. I wish you would wrestle as old school Sting one last time. Mm. But I don't think it's gonna happen. It's definitely not happening. <laughs> Uh, Solo, he's the one who answers the challenge from John Cena and the fight is on. No bell and no referee. Here comes Jimmy Uso to jump John Cena. And that's when Jay Uso in disguise comes in to go after Jimmy, but security and referees, they break it up. But Jimmy Uso calling for a timeout. Solo loads up the spike, but he gets caught with the AA, so no official match. Um, we take a look at Logan Paul winning his Quote unquote. Yeah, wait, hold on real quick yeah. before we go ahead. Um, Jay Uso wasn't expecting that pop reaction from the crowd. When he came through the crowd? Yeah, when he, re- he revealed that he was he um, attacking Jimmy, he wasn't expecting the reaction, the pop that he got from the crowd. It kind of caught him off guard, but he had to you know, stick, to the, um, stick to the business. I mean, that shocks me because he's been getting good reactions everywhere. No, 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 no. I know that, but it was just the fact that he revealed himself, and the crowd just got went loud, and it kind of just he kind of like, you know, it. it, it, it he was taking it in for a second. He was taking it in, but you know, he had to you know, stick to the plan and everything. Right. And yeah. the funny thing about that segment was. Jimmy Uso or or get ever get beat down here they throwing time out on time out. You know, you already know timeouts in wrestling, but that was just you know a great segment and that's when um you know Cena 
took out um, Solo with the AA. So it could be built as war, war games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Logan Paul, he uh, we look at him uh, winning his boxing match uh, last week. We look at Judgment Day regaining the tag team titles on Raw to Moe's delight. Now Jimmy Uso, he, yeah, no, it's Jay is brought to uh, Nick Aldis's office where Adam Pierce is here too. Aldis finds Jay Uso $10,000 and uh, Adam Pierce is like, what? He's not even on your show. How can you do that? Let me be the one to do all the discipline. He, said, he was like, you know, he said, um, you have to find Jimmy for, for coming on Raw. Mm-hmm. He was like, he said, he said, I'm not responsible for what happens overall. I'm really responsible for what happens on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he orders uh, Jay to get thrown out of the building. Adam Pierce speaks up for him, and then Aldis is like, yeah, he could be thrown out too. And then Adam Pierce is like, okay, let the games begin. Let them begin. He was like, soon as he said that, I was like, oh. Getting invasions. <laughs> <laughs> Logan Paul he comes up for a promo. He talks about winning his fight in London six days ago, even if it was a, p- a pathetic excuse for a fight. If he wanted real competition, he should have just come here to WWE. He got beat. He beat. He got to beat up someone who hides behind the mask of the internet. And speaking of people who wear a mask, no, he isn't even here for Rey Mysterio. See, he already beat Rey Mysterio in his first WWE match. The last time he beat Rey Mysterio, Dominic was still Rey's son, and Roman Reigns actually showed up to wrestle. Mysterio does have one thing that Paul wants, though, and that is the coveted United States Championship. Paul beat up a deadbeat dad last week, and he'll have a chance to do it again at Crown Jewel. Rey Mysterio comes out to say Paul reminds him of Dominic. There's all of this natural ability in the world, but he needs some humbling. He was a little hesitant to beat some sentence to Dominic, but he won't hesitate to do it to Logan Paul. The title match is on for Crown Jewel. Ray says something in Spanish, with Paul responding with, good luck, friend, in Spanish, and they tentatively shake hands. Whether you like it or not... Logan Paul is very good at this wrestling stuff. Listen, I was like, when, when he called out Ray post match, I said, "Oh, they might be ready to put a title on him." I'm like, it's no longer no sense to keep fighting it and keeping like, "Oh, we, I don't want to see it." I'm like, it's going to happen. So I'm like, let's do it, Crown Jewel, and you know, get some break some um, ego. They're going to bring some. Do something with their title and everything. So, good people, luck with that. People in the wrestling community gonna be mad and they ain't even gonna see the shit. Nope. People <laughs> never gonna be mad because <laughs> you know, like you know, seventy percent of the wrestling community doesn't fuck with Crown Jewel. Nah. As a crew, record label, etc. So they just gonna hear or see the damn shit on Twitter and they gonna be mad. Yes, sir. 
Uh, earlier in the day, we get a sit-down interview with Kevin Owens, who's upset at being split up from Sami Zayn so soon after losing the tag team titles. That being said, he's glad to be back on SmackDown with a clean slate. He has a history with the bloodline, and yes, the Yokozuna shirt is just a coincidence. Owens talks about the names that he hasn't faced around here and asks Kathy Kelly who she wants him to punch. She says she has to be professional, but people do say that Austin Theory and Grayson Waller have punchable faces. <laughs> <laughs> and those were all of the promos and backstage segments for SmackDown last week. It was? Yeah. When you do the show like this, you realize just how much talking is in the show. Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah. How much entertainment is in the sports? Yeah. But, but it was good though that, like you said, that um, that women's match main event was real good. Yeah, that Kevin Owens sit down promo was good too. Kind of gives you some new motivation for Kevin. Kind of lets yeah. you get his focus. That's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like after hearing Sammy on Raw last week talk about you know his focus. So mm-hmm. it was good. It's real good. Yeah, but um, this is definitely, you know, like I said, setting the table for Survivor Series because you know you get the dueling GMs and everything. So we are witnessing, we witnessing some fun times. You know, uh, Paul Levesque's version of wrestling ain't too bad, huh? It ain't. It's creative. It's pretty good, actually, when you, people let it, like, run its course and don't change it in the middle every other week. So, big up to Triple H and his uh, SmackDown Matters run. So, now we're moving over to the Rawcasts, Mo to the underscore Reese's brand. We had the New Day. They got the win over the Alpha Academy when Xavier Woods hit the limit breaker to Otis. And this was a good opening match, good tag team match, two really good teams doing really good tag team stuff. Shout out to Akira Zawa. <laughs> uh, Becky Lynch, she retained the NXT women's title over Andy Hartwell when she made Andy tap out to the disarmor. Uh, good to see Indy get a real legit chance on Monday Night Raw. First match since he hurt herself. Um, so, good for her there. Johnny Gargano. He got the win over Giovanni Vinci with the one final beat. Uh, Kaiser, he went for the distraction. But Tommaso Ciampa returned to cut him yep. off and allow Johnny Gargano to hit his finisher and get the win over Giovanni Vinci. Giovanni Vinci. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, how long is Vinci going to be in Imperium? Look like uh, for the last few months, they again being on the edge of kicking this man out. They like they want to, but he's a great wrestler, so don't don't kick him out too far. Piper Niven and Chelsea Green they got the win over Natalia, who's going to have a mystery partner. 
when uh, Piper Niven hit the basement crossbody to Natalia. The mystery partner is Nikki Cross, who just stands on the apron, not touching anything in a catatonic state. She dropped to the floor, walked out, and of course, Natty was left all by her lonely. That she was. What are they doing with Nikki Cross? She's even weirder than she was before. She crazy. Well, she... Huh? Part, what they're doing is, you know, the whole tag team titles of curves. Oh, gotcha. So they use it. So I guess they 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 use it. Um, old girls to possess her and everything. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Which is that's that's just pretty good. But he, you know, but um. Um, Chelsea and Piper they defended their titles on NXT. I think they were doing NXT. I think next week mm-hmm. they went. They kept the promo. Kane and they kept the promo this week. So, um, I guess they trying to you know they trying to do this, this storyline you know thing over. Um, you know they just trying to you know, do something with the tag team with the tag team titles. Yeah, Triple H is trying to rebuild the women's division on the fly, the singles and the tag team. So, big shout out to him for recognizing that they need to do more and concentrate on that and trying to build something and work something towards uh, making those two things more interesting and, and more consistent part of the shows. Drew McIntyre got the win over Sami Zayn with Claymore. Uh, Rhea Ripley came down. She caused a distraction. Of course she would. And uh, that allowed Sammy to turn around and get hit with the Claymore. Good match, though. Mm-hmm. Fresh match. Haven't seen these two wrestle each other before. At least I don't remember anyway. Big Bronson Reed got the win over Akira Tozawa when he hit the Tsunami. Uh, after the break, Akira Tozawa is given the Dallas Cowboys uh, specialty belt in the New Day and DIY come out to cheer him on as he leaves with the belt. Right. But he did get squashed, though. Yeah, he did. Damian Priest in the main event. He got the win over Jay Uso when Finn Balor came out to cause a distraction, and that allowed Priest to hit the south of heaven. After the match, the beatdown is on, but here comes a limping Cody Rhodes with a steel chair to make the save. Yeah. They definitely set up for um this the way how these things are playing out. We definitely going to get something big for Survivor, um, Survivor Series. Oh, big, big. Crown Jewel is going to be big, too, though. It is. Low-key, in the last two years, that's been probably, like, from top to bottom, the best pay-per-view WWE's done. It was the Crown Jewels. Yeah, love monies. Yeah, love series. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people don't fuck with it, but them shits have been bangers the last two. You're right. All right. So promos and backstage stuff. Finn Balor and Damian Priest they start us off. Uh, 
Priestess Judgment Day has a lot for us tonight, but here comes Cody Rose to interrupt. Cody says he's here to talk to the leader of Judgment Day, but he doesn't see Rhea Ripley. Priest laughs at him and says there are people involved in Cody's story who are here right now. The story is that Cody failed, which has him ready to fight. Priest has a match with Jay Uso tonight, but he'll fight Cody at Crown Jewel. Cody is down with that. And here comes the rest of Judgment Day. Jay Uso runs in to even things up a bit, and the fight is on until JD McDonough comes in to take out Cody's knee. Priest slams the leg against the steps with the chair, and Cody is left arising in pain. And after the break, we see the uh, referees and trainers and stuff helping Cody to the back. You can't, like MJF said, I could have ran down there four against one and got my ass whooped, but that just isn't smart. <laughs> uh, Cody definitely did not see that promo last week from MJF on Dynamite. Uh, Becky Lynch, we see her in the back. She's ready for Andy Hartwell and Lava Valkyria on NXT Tuesday night. We look back at Drew and Seth Rollins from last week. Uh, their back and forth argument. Rollins runs into Rhea Ripley and brings up her meeting with McIntyre two weeks ago. He says he has style and a title, so clearly he's not Drew McIntyre. Ripley brings up the Judgment Day's history with Rollins, but thinks he might need their help. Rollins laughs it off, but Ripley says he'll need their help if he wants to be champion as long as Roman reigns. Rollins says the last thing he wants to be is like a Roman reigns. And Ripley's like, that's not a no, though. So, Rhea Ripley out here stirring shit up at her she division, the men's division, the main event, just everywhere. Gotta be. Natalia offers Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae advice tonight and wishes Indy good luck. And it's also mentioned that, believe it or not, Tegan Knox is hurt. Is this legit or is this story? Um, could be story. Okay. Hopefully a story, because Lord Jesus, that child does not need to be hurt again. Uh, Zia Lee jumps Candice LeRae in the back. So, we're going to get us some Zia Lee on TV here coming up soon. That's always good. Nick Aldis comes in to apologize to Adam Pierce in the back for what happened on SmackDown. All he wants is friendly competition and Pierce agrees with that. He offers to let Aldis stay tonight, but once Aldis leaves, Pierce tells a referee to double the security. So it's time for the contract signing for the Fatal Five Way for the Raw Women's title. We get entrances for Nia Jack, Shanna Bezos, Raquel Rodriguez, and Zoe Stark, all of whom signed the contract, even though Nia comes in last and she signed it begrudgingly, but she finally signed it. Rhea Ripley, she comes out uh, but the plan was for Adam Pierce to go get her con- her signature separately in the back so chaos wouldn't ensue but Rhea came, comes out anyway and complains that Adam Pierce is making her life a nightmare not that it matters because she's retaining the title anyway Nia Jax doesn't buy it as Rhea Ripley stays on the apron accusing Ripley of wanting her to beat up the other challengers to make her life easier Nia Jax insults Rodriguez and the fight is on with Rhea Ripley watching everything from the floor. Mm 
Raquel and Naya. It's giving us a, it's a biggie special, but the female version. Ladies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll call that an awesome Kong special. I don't know. I can, I can, we can go with that. <laughs> but yeah, they was, that, that was, um, with this little, even though it's the same thing every week, we got these five girls, they just gonna fucking brawl every week. Even though it's repetitive, it actually has built up the women's division better than they've had it in the past like six months. You at least got five people who think they have that you could see Rhea wrestling one on one for the next couple of weeks or months, and everybody could have a good match with her. Mm-hmm. And everybody has a different little story on why they should have the match with her. Yeah. So they could have something. I wish they wouldn't just blow through all five of these people at one to four of these challenges at one time and just kind of take their time with it, but I understand. Uh, Akira Tozawa, now in his Alpha Academy gear, chops Bronson Reed. That sets up a match for later. Maxine Dupree comes in to ask if he's nuts, but Tozawa says he wants to go through anyway. Um, Tozawa been in a tanning bed. Yes. Uh, Nakamura says he wants a better opponent to set his inner self free. Now Logan Paul comes out for another promo on Raw this time. Paul brags about beating up a boxer earlier this month, but here is Dominic Mysterio to a chorus of booze to eventually say that he can't wait to see Logan Paul beat up his deadbeat dad. Logan Paul says they have a lot in common because they overcame the odds. The fans boo them out of the building until Logan Paul says he can't wait to be the new United States champion. For now, though, he invites ring announcer Samantha Irvin into the ring to announce him as the new champion. Of course, of course, they have history there and uh, they were kind of being a little antagonistic. And so Ricochet came out to defend his girl, beat up Logan Paul and Dominic. And even though she wasn't in distress, he came and saved his damsel. Yeah. Man, Um, she was looking good in them shorts. Good Lord have mercy. Hey, she was looking real good. I said... I said, Ricochet, you must have said, I'm glad you're professional, bro. We <laughs> talk <laughs> a fight. Um, we look back at Sammy and Drew not getting along from last week. Then the Miz, he complains to Adam Pierce about how Nick Aldis might appreciate him more. When Rhea Ripley comes in to sign the contract for Crown Jewel, she keeps the pin and goes to run into Dominic Mysterio, who's been banged up from uh, his little fisticuffs with Ricochet. Nick Aldis talking to Abu, hey Kate, and Katana Chance, who are both wearing blue. Adam Pierce comes in to take issue though, and Aldis says he'll leave. Nikki Cross slowly walks in front of Pierce, and Adam Pierce is like, I need a drink. Um, WWE always trolling. Nick Aldis out here tampering. Yeah. 
Seth Rollins, he mocks Drew McIntyre for joining the Judgment Day, but, but both of them say they don't need the Judgment Day to help them win. Right. And that was our last uh, talking backstage segment. So that was your Monday Night Raw, Mo. Monday Night Raw. Good stuff, man. A lot of good story. A lot of good, you know. The dialogue is not empty anymore. You actually need to pay attention to that shit now. Mm-hmm. With for years, when Vince was the head of creator, that shit was just like, ugh, it's just filler. Can we get to a match, please? But now this is mm-hmm. yeah man you definitely have come up in the last year and a half from where we were to where we've gotten to you have definitely been the benefit biggest beneficiary of the Triple H creative process word because you and Simi have switched places she now feels about dynamite the way you used to feel about raw. Mm-hmm. Only, only on the strength of her dedication to the fans and her commitment to me, do we talk about dynamite like that? Things done changed. What was your best match on the show? For Raw. Yeah, I thought the main event followed by Drew and Sammy. Best two matches oh, yeah. on the show. Yeah, but main event was definitely had a lot of pieces playing right at the end. Mm-hmm. 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 So, yep, we're, we're heading full steam ahead in the Crown Jewel and Survivor Series for November. So, we got a lot of stories kind of converging at once, all leading us to war games at Survivor Series. Can't wait to see. Uh, so, I guess you, you put L.A. Knight in the match now? I don't know. I don't know because it seems like it's setting up for Judgment Day versus like Cody Jimmy and them and not really going up against a bloodline per se you know but right. I, don't, I don't know how they gonna how they gonna twist it, gonna it. yeah but yeah that's what I to say that's why I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy the entertainment well, all right, Mo to the underscore Reese. At this time, my good friend, we're going to turn it over to you, sir, for your Mo Meltzer news segment. Um, so, um, so regards to Crown Jewel, Mm-hmm. Um, those who they who they who they hadn't had advertised for the show, or come back come back and do an angle for the show. Sammy has been there, so we broke that last time. So that shouldn't be a problem. Him and Kevin, 
But no, Kevin Owens still he's he's still not gonna do it. I'm talking about somebody who is more on the part time spectrum. You got me. I'm stumped. See, you see, this is showing that we got our star power right now. Brock Lesnar. Oh, word. Yeah, you're right. Can't believe he's about to miss this payday. Yep. Is he? Is he? No, they just say WWE feels they have enough star power and they don't have to use him for the show. Mm. You know, even when they came back, probably in September, the build up for um, the Crown Jewel appearance. So they didn't need him to. come out there to um, attack, you know. Basically, Triple H is like, we tired of going to the Vince well of bringing back these motherfuckers to crush our up-and-comers. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart, though, because, I mean, you gotta think Triple H is trying to, like, establish his, his, his self, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, how's the rest of this reporting that CM Punk and had a backstage visit to Impact. And they said that he was um, talked to, you know, he was talking to the key talent there throughout the taping. So it's been kind of whispers going around that he may end up in Impact. So they might have to, they may have to, you know, mortgage a couple houses to get him. him. (laughs) And speaking of Impact, Come January, they reverted back to TNA. Oh, for real? Yeah, it was a. Um, they did a promo. They had a. Um, they had a, um, a promo on. Um, that was on Twitter from that account. It was like some of the old school, you know, TNA. I mean, the old school wrestlers like talent that was there, and they were saying they were going back to TNA. So. After the um, hard sacrifice February in January, yeah, we going to going back to TNA. Hmm. Going back to their roots. Mm-hmm. If they get CM Punk though, I mean, they'll be hot for a minute. I don't know how long they can sustain it, but they'll definitely yeah. um, see an uptick for sure. Um, they say also they say A Steel works as a producer there, and he was. Warmly received backstage and seemed very happy to be back to work. Mm-hmm. Always, you know what, man? You always got to have a friend somewhere to get you in when you need a job. When you're mm-hmm. down on your luck. Um, I didn't know this was this was. It's like no injury or not reported, but Core J has been out, has been gone from NXT for a while. Yeah, you know she got them things. Oh, okay, she did get them things. I mean, you got to have recovery from that. Yeah, you do, you do. They were saying, like, it's no time for her return, but, yeah, she did get them things. And that's kind of sucking because I, I was, she was great without them things, but I get it. You had, you, it's the nature of the business, but mm-hmm. she didn't need those things. For no, her. not really, but, you know. I get it, I, mean, I get it, but, she didn't need them. No. Her body, her decision. Mm-hmm. You know, 
respect women around here um, at the CSPN. That's right. Um, did you watch NXT? You watched NXT, did you? Um, most of it, yes. Did you see the Lexus King debut? No, I did not see the first hour. I got to go back and watch the first hour. Okay, well, mind. You, I'll let you see me talk about that. But he has his debut match against, um, I'll say Dante Chen, but I ain't going to say that. Okay. okay. Was, I figured it was going to be somebody who was there for a while that he was going to go up against. And I was like, I will be I was saying to myself, I would be surprised if it'd be somebody like a Dante Chen. And the next thing you know, I look in the ring, that's who was there. So like, did you see my tweet a couple of weeks ago when Cody announced the. Uh, Men's breakout tournament, what I said. Yeah, you wanted Big Body Hobby to be the number one. Um, number one seed. Yeah. That's right. Of course you do. Um, that man's a star. So basically, okay, so let me go back to the impact thing, to the TNA thing. So they said that they, um, they said it was about the Bound of Glory was over the weekend and, mm-hmm. um, they um, said so they were going back to TNA in 2024. Scott D. chatted with Tom Hannafin to reveal more about the switch. They said the idea came about in early 2023 with more people being brought into the circle of knowledge throughout the year. And he said he was surprised that um, that it wasn't leaked out. You know how things leak out in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, And he was saying the more acknowledged the negative reputation TNA has in some people's eyes, but he was apologizing, not apologizing for any more of the mistakes of the past regimens, um, re- uh, regimes rather, and his vision about moving forward. So they wanted this when he got the keys in 2018. He wanted to establish stability and consistency, and the more feel they have achieved that. Um. He wants to embrace the spirit of TNA as a company that changed the industry with cruiserweights in the main event, a spotlight on tag team wrestling, and a platform for women to be respected as equals. New Earth TNA will strive to be a great force in the business and enter the change and put on kick-ass events. Um... Yeah, so um, they were talking about the new designs... For the championships, they won't use the belts of olds. The current Impact champions will carry over to the new era of TNA to maintain the historical lineage. Um, and they're not going to use a six-sided ring. So and it's not TNA then. <laughs> I mean, golly. You can't, well, you can't be TNA without the six-sided ring, bro. Well, it's the six-sided ring put more weight and tear on the body, so... That's the whole. That's the whole thing that made TNA TNA. I know. The six sided ring and the funky gimmick matches. The way he was talking about, they was also talking about. Um, talking about they said never say never. They had the day that said Impact had already used the occasional throwback for a Queen of the Mountain match, one night TNA specials, and classic pay per view names. He says. The Amor is not ruling out anything at, 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 the, at this moment in time. He's able to find the right time to blend the honor to the, the right time to blend to honor 
the past and move forward to the future. And they're already working on a new stage set and feel for TNA. And the change from Impact to TNA will take place January 13, 2024 at the Hard to Kill pay-per-view in Las Vegas, Nevada. So that's when the full, full-on transformation will be a go? Say again. So that's when they're looking at the full yeah. transformation to launch. Yeah. Hard to kill. But I mean, that's that's fitting that the TNA rebirth would come at hard to kill because Lord knows we thought they was dead 10 Listen, years ago. We all thought they were dead, but they said, nope, you can't, um, can't hold us down. <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh. Um, so they also are saying um, USA Network has may have already headed at the Randy Orton return. Are they out here dropping spoilers? Yeah, they're doing the puff piece on um, Randy Orton. Remember, I told you they um, that's how they 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 spoil. They didn't really spoil because we already knew that. Um, Brian Pillman Jr., aka Alexis King, mm-hmm. was coming, and they had did a, um they did something on him, you know, saying you know he's coming to NXT, so they did a piece on they said titled um for Orton it was t- um titled from Legend Killer to Legend a look at the WWE career of Randy Orton. Mm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else we have going on in the world of professional wrestling. So that it says Zach Afron got jacked for his role in the Iron Claw. December's definitely gonna be a it's gonna be a month for movies. I'm telling you. Yeah, man, that's a lot of stuff coming out. That Beyonce hey, joint yeah. coming out. Listen, I'm going to see that November 30th. I'll be. As, as, as you as you can say, I'll be set for that November <laughs> Uh You got your I silver. Got my, I already got my ticket and everything. You, so got, your, you got your silver. You gotta get your you gotta get you something to wear. Right. That's, um, that's glittering. You got the, the the color purple remake coming out in December. You got the Iron Claw. Um, something else. Anything else coming out in December? Those like the main three. There might be something else that's coming out too. I know um, the Marvels come out in November, but December's definitely going to be that that um, time for the movies and everything. Um, so, <sighs> okay, so they so they talk so. Um, they were doing so. They the the um Mount, Mount for Glory pay per view was in Chicago, and you know t- um, Impact was doing um they were doing um press runs and everything. So um so they talking to um, Trinity about um about how merge life is since um with Jimmy Uso since her WWE departure. And she says she comes to he comes to her shows, she comes to his. So I guess she's been probably been in the mix and everything on the low. 
because you know how sometimes they kind of point people out like oh they're here blah 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 but she um they still support each other and everything you know as you say it made it made made them um miss each other more they're not with each other every day but it makes the time that they do spread together you know extra special and everything um this is good they're still you know they're still working um you know they're still working and everything it's so you know they you know she's working she's the you know the knockout champion in um impact and everything put on a great match with um Mickey James over the weekend so so listen you know no you know the thing that she does when she grabs when she's when she when she's in the in the corner and when she jumps up and she brings their um and she grabs the woman's face and and she like twerks mm-hmm. her face. So when when Mickey James spent off of that, she um she popped up and she took her fingers and ran like her tongue down the fingers and everything. And why posted it in the um in the <laughs> Discord and I was like, you know what? <laughs> to see the origins of that <laughs> You have to look down on YouTube because that got scrubbed from the WWE Network. Yeah, I was about to say she's taking it back to the Trish days, ain't she? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I, was, I said, mm, I said, I said, real wrestling fans know where the origin of that came from. <laughs> 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 I said, we were, I said we, were, we were watching for a minute, so you know, you know where it came from. But yeah, um, they had a you know, pretty solid match over the weekend as well, too. Cool. Um, <sighs> yeah, so um but yeah Lyra but um and the thing about like what I gotta say about Jane, they're not rushing to get her in the ring, they're just having her, you know, show up on shows, doing backstage segments and everything. Mm-hmm. You know. Just like we're gonna let this we're gonna let this play itself out. Um until we're ready to pull the trigger on her and ring debut and everything. Yeah, it's been really smart. It's like you said, they bought the show Tony Khan. He doesn't know nothing about this wrestling business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, it's been so smart. So wait, did, in doing the, the raw the raw cast review, did you mention the um the um the Ivar um vignette? No, I did not. Yeah, so they basically getting Ivar ready for um, a singles push because you know Eric's out with an injury. He must have like a knee injury or something. He must not be coming back for a minute. Uh, they were saying it was. Um, they say Eric's injury was initially. This is from um, Fightful Select. His injury was initially announced by WWE in September, and it remains unclear what the injury actually is. Mm. So. Um, so now Ivar's because they they had the vignette and they him him and um Valhalla um they were um she was get, kind of symbolizing him as being like the um you know giving him the that you know, the opportunity to move forward and everything in his um you know with his singles run for right now because they said Eric's gonna be out for like at least 
six months. Yeah, that sucks for him. Yeah. Oh. But he was saying, but, but Ivar's um, matches against Kofi and yes. Xavier Woods definitely got him some praise backstage. Yeah, I was just about to say, but Ivar been stepping up since uh, he's been hurt. So I was just about to say that. Yeah. His matches have been excellent. Those, those ones yeah, with Kofi was real good. Yeah, they definitely had some good matches. So they're definitely looking to give him um, a run going forward. But this thing I was telling you about the whole good guys and bad guys trope. We had two two heels last week in the premiere going at it, and they put on a hell of a match. So you can have it wasn't no um wasn't no wonky finish either. Mm-hmm. It was a clean finish. So yeah. it can happen. Y'all guys gotta get out y'all get out y'all feelings and be like, oh you know you gotta have the good guys in the back. I'm like, no, nah, you ain't gotta do that. Just have two bad guys wrestle and have a clean finish. It's not Rocket Science. You know, it was good seeing, you know, Ronza Reed, you know, get that run, run up against, um, um, oh boy, um, Gunther. Mm, Gunther, uh huh. Gunther. Gunther. We can't do it like Samantha Irvin, though. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, so, also, they was talking about, um, a lot of talents. Um, contracts expiring in 2024 in the WWE, but they haven't really started um, negotiations for um, for um, renegotiations and everything. Well, you know they got to keep some money clear off because they got the offer MJF to bag. Listen, the Venom War 2024, Uncle Bruce, Saint Nick, old Saint Nick. You think he'll come? Oh, he'll. Oh, you offer him. You offer him a bag. Oh, he'll come. He'll. He'll show up on. He'll show up. You know, and they'll build him up to the start too. So, Tony Khan better be better be preparing to, you know, breeze it up and have that and have that um that truck backed up and be like, listen, I'll give you whatever you want. The please don't go to the other channel. And Triple H probably like, you want to make a name? I said, you already making a name for yourself. You want to go to that next level? Come to death row. <laughs> so, um, so they were making wax figures and everything. And they made a wax figure of The Rock, the way <laughs> The Rock costume. <laughs> and this really then got some controversy and everything. Because, it's disturbing. Yeah. So they did want a little Wayne. They did want a little Wayne, a little, and they were people like, you know, like little Wayne. I mean, if you look at it close up, close up on the little Wayne one, it looks like him. It's just like you look at it far away, it look kind of different, but close up and look at it, I'm like, okay, it's little Wayne because they they got the tattoos and everything. It's just that it might have been just a tad bit darker, just a tad bit. Mm-hmm. But um, this is made of two two swords, and I was just like, ah. Uh, no, not really. Um, my man, if you saw it, did the, um, did the, um, the first four wax statues of him, but this was um, Braven Museum in Paris. And they was just like doing, it was, it was making it the black Samoan Johnson appear white. And they kept saying the white um, Johnson, the white Johnson. I was just like, this is crazy. <laughs> 
yes, the rock is like laughing at the jokes and everything, but you know, he's like, you know, he said next time he's in Paris, he'll go have a drink with himself. <laughs> I'm not really too too worried about it, but other people look like that's not the rock. Um Also, they, 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 on this episode of NXT, the, the part one of Halloween Havoc, they're trying to figure out who attacked Trick Williams. Mm-hmm. And the way he's looking, it's definitely Carmelo. Nah, don't say that. I think the way he's looking. Because you don't, because me and Miss Judah, I mean, Judah yeah, we, 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 we trying to have a ceasefire in our... Um, in our in our two year in our two year war and 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 now they trying to make us start back up again. You took that shot to myself. It's, it's quiet over there in the Trick Williams camp. I'm like, oh boy, oh, she gonna see it and she going. But yeah, if, she, if once it once it gets revealed next week, and if they say it was him, you know she's coming at your neck, bro. <laughs> So Samantha Irvin says that Logan Paul is not a legend. He's not a champion. She would um, know. She said, honestly, once Logan Paul, Logan starts talking, started talking to me, it was all a blur. But I've been watching wrestling long enough to know I shouldn't have gotten in the ring. So that's on me. Um, Lord have mercy. She was like, um, Oh yeah, because that was that was that whole thing with her, Logan, um, Dominic was out there too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. But um, you know they they, they using that to um they using that relationship angles kind of the, you know heard of some storylines, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, Scotty Tuhati says he's working um, in AEW as a producer. A producer and a coach. Not bad, not bad. When if you yeah. get two paychecks for that? Might get, might get a little bit of money. A little bit of money. Um, it's like WWE is doing a Superstars of Tomorrow. Um, I guess they, it's a docu-series um, that was shown following the participants of the WWE's um, NIL program. And it's going to broadcast after the um, Binky and Montez reality show as on Hulu. Is that all um, after the Super Bowl this year? Oh, you know, it didn't say. Okay, we'll see that um, the participants are going to be um, Gabe Stevenson's, um, the twin sisters Hannah and Haley Cavender, mm-hmm. Joe um, Joe Spivak, who's Tank Legend in NXT. Right, the um the college athlete people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, 
so um Lacey Evans said she um what'd she say? Oh, she says um she was on the um Power Alpha podcast with um, Manny Rose and Tino um Seven Seven Sally. And she says I asked, you know, for my release. I asked if I could verbatim because I slip out the side the side door. She said where I come from and what I've been through and what I've had to do. No one's going to talk to me any certain way. I'm not going to sit my ass in catering eating steak anymore. See, they can't go fool in catering. Now, who is this saying this again? Lacey Evans. Oh, Lacey, Lacey Evans. Oh, Lord. <laughs> thought, we, thought we was talking about somebody. No. Wow. <laughs> That was a good one. <laughs> she said she's not going to sit in catering eating steak. I was like, shoot, they can provide me steak. Let me get back there. <laughs> I want my steak. Give me my steak medium medium well. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, it's just she was saying she didn't um, said she wanted to leave because she noticed she deserves better and being a place where she can thrive. So also, she said she's taking a pay cut to sign with WWE, but the decision she made because she wanted to use her platform to help people and spread her story. Well, if you want to, you know, you want to take that story out with Tony Khan looking for people. <laughs> Tony Khan looking for people, so, um... Hey, that is. Um... No, Grayson Waller is definitely good at this wrestling, is good at this, like, trolling thing. He, um, so he ruffled the, fa- the fans of um, Taylor Swift. And so he was on teammate, he was on TikTok, and he made a video, um, you know, going at her again. And he was talking about, um, talking about how music sucks and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and he was in the comments, was like, you know what? I'm about to I'm about to be a big fan of this Grayson Waller guy because he gets it. <laughs> I said, see what happens. Chris Paul, what you out here doing, bro? We got foul. You know he started he started um because Raymond hurt. Yeah, I saw, but he just pulled up and tried to take a a hero three. No, not this guy going hero hero playing hero ball. Yeah, he has a good defense, though. I mean, oh. he, he contributed. Don't get me wrong. He contributed. But it's the end of the game. They're down by one. And uh, it's a minute and 30 to go. And this dude can't shoot free throws here. They got the free throw line. My bad. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I need to break up the more melts. Oh, so, um, so I guess um, next week is going to be JC Jane and Dia Hale. Um, challenging um, Piper and um, mm-hmm. Chelsea Green because you know them mentors mm-hmm. did the damn thing tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, went back to her old self with the with the with the with the um, the how she, her her hype happy self. <laughs> <laughs> or she's gonna be like, you know, I'm, I'm doing something new, and you know. She definitely was out there, you know, screaming and 
Representing the U. Yo, give him a give him a chase, you. <laughs> um, trying to find. Um, the last. Yeah, you know, Jay was backstage um, at Halloween Havoc. She was actually shown on screen. She was actually shown on screen, and, you know, she might be looking to, you know, she might be looking to um, take the title off of um, the girl, the Falcon lady. Mm hmm. I, would, oh, you know, I wouldn't oh, have her come oh, right oh. in and do that, but eventually, yes. Yeah. You know who else? Um, I've been I've been happy to see back on TV. Who was that? Your boys. Pretty deadly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they feel that fashion police role on SmackDown. Yeah, but they didn't go home. They don't just be like you know, give them the um. Give them the um just don't um have them as like a comedy act. Mm-hmm. They actually don't wrestle, they actually are good with their um they're actually good with their um you know in ring. Yeah, the in ring and everything too. Like how they pulled the um the wool over everybody's eyes with um you know, in a, in a match back against, um, oh boy, um, Rich Holland. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Anyway, you're not fine. <sighs> oh, yeah. Um, so Brock Anderson got, um, yeah, he got his and, um, He got cut. He got fired. He got released. Well, or he whatever. Didn't, he didn't resign him. So I was wondering if. Yeah, that's what they don't fire you in, in AEW. They just don't resign you. Yeah, they say we're not gonna re, we we um we're not gonna re, resign the con your contract. So. What What'd you think about him? You think that he would be somebody that NXT would look at? Um, it's possible. I mean, this is um, R. Anderson's son, so mm-hmm. it all depends what they want to go that route with the um, second generation stars again. You know, I said, like I said, I was like, I said, are they gonna go two for two? I mean, they got um, Lexi Keen over there. I said, they can if they bring Brock over there, it could be work with him too. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. All right. So here's the final segment, and that's um, main event. We want to see if dogs are gonna watch main event this week, you guys. So we have Katana Chance versus Zaya Lee, and Tyler Bate versus Damian Kemp. I don't probably have to say uh, yes to the women's match. No to Damian Kemp. Oh, 
hope you can coming around on Damon Kemp. No, not yet. <laughs> Hating ass Damon Kemp as a semi cousin. What's up with his hair? You see his hair last week in that tag uh-uh. team match? The tag team battle royal match? Uh-uh. Yeah, he got some something going on with his hair. Mm. It was good to see Jakar back on uh, NXT tonight. Yeah. Um, and how they going forward with that for characters out with down there? I don't think um, they definitely um, longer some miles. Mm-hmm. They going from wherever they, they filmed Raw at. They, they did Texas the Raw thing. Going back to Florida, it's like, ooh. Yeah. There's some red eyes for them. Shoot. Yeah. All right, that's all for me, man. All right, man. Well, at this point in time, it's time for the shout outs and thank yous. Shout out to you, Dawn, for another solid episode this week. Um, shout out to Jay. Um, hope to hear from you soon. You know, can't wait to see you, hear you talk trash about your. Second rate blue, blue, blah, blue brand. I think Alvin trying to say he's going to be the number one sports entertainment brand. And Adam Chris is definitely taking exception to that. Um, shout out to um, Amwal, Cherry's boy. Shout out to Simi, Miss Simi. Um, can't wait to hear your NXT rank this week. I know you're going to have one with the shenanigans that went on tonight's episode. Um, shout out to Jupiter Judah. Um, Mademoiselle, Queen Melmendi, Miss Ash, Miss V. Um, shout out to Faces Crew, Black Howlin', Black Marvel, Pilot Ren. Shout out to Roll Up Sunny, who was at Raw. Yep, live in the suite. I was like, I was like, calling favors. <laughs> <laughs> calling favors, but uh, good, good to see the homie, um, enjoy the show. Uh, and just shout out to everybody who's down with us to be the hashtag for us. We see a lot. What one thing I like about the Instagram and TikTok, they be showing a lot of the old content, you know, from like back in the day. So things you might not remember, or things you might might segments and everything that they show. Like they show the segment where um, it was Tuesday Night Titans, and it was a letter that Vince was reading, and it, and the letter was saying like, "My husband has a six inch," and Vince kind of like. Pause and said scar, and so they was like, nah. They was like, that definitely said something else. They said that they said Bobby Heenan. They said Bobby Heenan to the show to try to get Vince to read on air and like, change the words around. And he was like, and somebody in the comments said, "This is back when Vince was born to heaven." I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, Vince was definitely younger. Hair was fully black, and he was definitely. You know, had they had that youthful youthfulness about himself, but now it's like, bruh, like, sir, you ain't going to hell. <laughs> but yeah, but um, I just love to see the old school wrestling content. You know, something I might have like remembered or you know just forgotten about or just things. You know, I probably didn't see you know the first time around. Just seeing like, damn, like this was so you know good content. So. But yeah, so no, just thanks for everybody for listening and contributing in their own special way and everything. And that's it. 
one bit of news that you missed. We had the uh, the the women's oh yeah PWI come out, and we had the women's black with the black wrestling PW like the black wrestling five hundred yeah. come out, and Young Littlefoot was on it. So shout out to oh, her, Young Littlefoot. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to her for making the list out here, living her dreams, she making towns. So shout out to her. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to me because I just went 10 for 10 tonight on my wagering. So, what? Yes, I'd like to say goodbye. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Hold a dollar, two dollars or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. I let you borrow a dollar. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Shout out to Miss Simi. Shout out to Miss Jade to the max. Uh, Shout out to Mo, of course. Shout out to Sam. I know he is on a cloud nine Texas Rangers going to the World Series, beating the Astros uh, in a in a just fantastic uh, seven game series. Um, Yeah, you know, you know, I'll give Sam his props because you know his team was definitely ran through doing the damn thing. So you know, I'm going for the National League. I'm going for the National League team, um, the the the, the Diamondbacks. So. Because anytime anybody who beats the Orioles in the playoffs, I go for the opposite. Go for the team who <laughs> who um, who's born against them. That's just a rule I have. So, but um, yeah, yeah. Shout out to I'm saying, you know, great great job for the Rangers. Uh, shout out to all the members of the Glow. Shout out to everybody over at the Forever Young cast. Uh, shout out to Anwar Starwin. Shout out to Terry's boy. Shout out to everybody in the WrestleCast Fantasy League. Uh, we're coming up on about the halfway mark of the season. So uh, hopefully everybody is having fun. Uh, keep it, everybody seems to be keeping up with their teams. Uh, I'm 3-4. Yeah, I'm 4-4. I'm 4-4. Four and four, right oh, now. Good, so, no, you can't be four. And four. No, no, it was seven weeks. So yeah, I'm four and three. Four and three. Yeah, four and three. I'm four and three. Yeah, one game over five hundred. Yeah, so we'll see, man. We'll see. I got I got Travis Kelsey this past week. I was doing pretty good until he hit damn near forty points on me. So damn. yeah, what can you do? Um, but yeah, shout out to everybody in the league. Shout out to everybody who uses the hashtags SmackDown Matters and Rawcast and shares our commentary with color with us each and every week. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, remember to use the hashtag NXT Cast and also Dynamite Cast to share your commentary with color on uh, NXT and uh, AEW Dynamite. Don't forget about the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Pay to five, become a patron, get the extra content that we provide here for you on the CSPN. Also, shout out to the guys over on the Comic Book Chronicles. Check out their uh, latest episode where they talk about their uh, time at New York Comic Con. Uh, so uh, some good stuff over there from the guys over on the Comic Book Chronicles. Just shout out to everybody who's down with the CSPN. We greatly appreciate uh, everybody that's rocking with us, uh, that continues to support us. Uh, rate and review the shows. Uh, that helps us out a lot as far as the algorithms and and uh, getting us involved when people do searches for wrestling podcasts. So for my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the WrestleCast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo.
there. You set one foot outside that ring, I'll hit you so hard, I'll knock that hair back to gray. Get your ass back in here. Word on the streets is you said that spear last week was a warning shot, right? 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 I think they said, yeah. So I got to ask you, do you think that was the right move? Yeah, me neither. And I'll tell you why. Warning shots, I don't do warning shots. You're gonna take a shot at me, you better put me down for good. Michael Myers on you. I'll just keep coming back. I won't stop. I can't stop. And as a matter of fact, I will not stop until I own Roman Reigns in this ring and until I own the WWE Universal Undisputed Championship. Yeah. So look, I tell you like this. If Roman's scared, just say he's scared. He should be, because he ain't ever seen anybody like me before. As fast as I've risen in the WWE, he's as fast as I will take that WWE title off him, just like this, yeah. But, oh, you hate that, do you? I love it, yeah, yeah. How's it go? Yeah. You're pathetic, shut up. Here's how we're gonna do this. That contract signing next week between Roman Reigns and I is gonna take place right here. And uh, well, I tell you what, if Roman isn't gonna be here now and you're gonna be on the phone with him to talk about that contract signing, then make sure that when you talk to him, you make it completely, absolutely, 100% clear whose game this is. Okay. And when he looks at you with a befuddled look, and he's just a little bit confused and lost for words, make sure you speak the undisputed truth that is L.A.